Hello, this is a podcast version of Harry Hardy's show on Lionheart Radio. Listen to the full show every week, Thursdays at 6pm on lionheartradio.com. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, Harry Hardy here. Yeah, Lionheart Radio. Yes, it is. You're through to Bradford and Bingley Insurance Services. Is that who you wanted? Yes. I'm going to go into the garden and give rude hand gestures to my next-door neighbour's cat. So much cake everywhere. I'm sick of blinking uh, cake. Good, no, goodbye. No. Bye. No. And here we are. Another week has passed and another hour of weird local radio is right here. Offered to you on a silver platter, courtesy of me, Harry Hardy. Hello, I welcome you to Lionheart Radio. 107.3 FM in Annick, Northumberland, lionheartradio.com, all over the world. You're very welcome to be here, as long as you take your shoes off, at the, leave them at the front door. There's a little shelf there. Keep them nice, keep them together. Just, you know, otherwise people will trip over the shoes. And we've got a lot of old people listening, you know, in this place, in this radio station. They don't want to trip over your shoes, so put them to the side and it'll be fine, it'll be alright. Hello, Harry Hardy here. I've just said that. Hiya. I have a show for you this week. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. We've got all the bits that you know and love. Lawrence Cretton is back this week. Yep, he's back from the hospital. Everything's right as rain downstairs for him, so he's back and he's got another cracking video game review. You'll be hearing that in a few minutes' time. We are going to be looking at... The quarterfinals of the Vanessa Feltz Talent Contest. We heard all the entrants last week. We're going to whittle them down. It's the semi-finals this week. And uh, I'm going to show you who's made it through the quarterfinals, who's in this uh, selection right now, who's available for voting on. And I'm going to give you the voting details later on. So brilliant. We're getting some progress with that horrible contest. The nightmare is nearly over, Anik. You don't have to bear it for much longer. It's nearly over. Later on, what else have I got for you? Oh, yeah, very soon. I've got a very important person on this show answering a very important question. Who will it be this week? I don't know yet because I haven't found uh, who I want to be on it yet. But you're going to hear that in about five minutes or so. A very important person answering a very important question like we do every week on the show. And, of course, at the end of the show, right at the end, bookending the entire thing, we have a round of the world's worst Radio quiz. What do you mean you've never heard the world's worst radio quiz before? Everyone's talking about it. Everyone loves the world's worst radio quiz. Ten questions. No tension, no fun, and no prize. It's such an innovative radio quiz. No one wants to play it. That's why I've got to pick all the contestants myself. It's only here on Lionheart Radio Thursday evenings with me, Harry Hardy. Stick tuned. Stick tuned, yes. Stay tuned. What a show this is. Green Day on Lionheart Radio with a song called Warning. It's all about warnings, basically. Hello, I'm Harry. Thanks for joining me on my programme this evening. Very kind of you to listen. You join me now at the part of the show where I ask a very important person a very important question. We have had many celebrities on this show over the past few weeks. We have had Matt Hancock, a politician. We've had Jacob Rees-Mogg, a politician. We have had Jim Carrey, an actor. Mike Myers, an actor. Bernard Manning, a, a nobody. Um, we've, got all, we've had all sorts of people on the show answering my very important question. And we're going to have another one right now on the show. We are going to have a very important person indeed. Who are we going to have? Well, none 
other than BBC News Anchor, the anchor for the 6 o'clock news and sometimes the news at 10, Hugh Edwards. He's Welsh, he's from Wales, and that makes him Welsh. And he's going to be on this show right now in this segment answering my very important question. What is my very important question? Good question, listener. My very important question is, is there a vaccine yet for the coronavirus, covid 19. You hear about it in the news all the time. People are always talking about it. You know, if if you haven't heard about COVID-19 yet, let me tell you, it sucks. It's horrible. I don't like it. It's terrible. And there needs to be a vaccine for it. But is there one yet? We don't know. We need to ask Hugh Edwards from the BBC News right now on this show on Lionheart Radio if there is a vaccine yet. So, Hugh Edwards of BBC 6 o'clock news and 10 o'clock news and other times where the news has to be read on the BBC. Is there a vaccine yet for COVID-19? Please answer now. Well, there you have it. Hugh Edwards has just delivered us the very disappointing news right now on Lionheart Radio that there is not a vaccine yet for the coronavirus COVID-19. It goes away once again for another week on its own, doing whatever it wants. It's terrible. It needs to be stopped. COVID-19 needs to be stopped. There needs to be a vaccine, but there isn't one yet, unfortunately. Drat! Rats! Well, hopefully, listener, keep your fingers crossed for me. There'll be a time on this show very, very soon where a celebrity will come on here and I'll ask them the very important question if there is a vaccine yet for COVID-19 and they will one day say yes. Unfortunately, that is not going to happen this week. Very, very unfortunate. I'm sorry. Hole. Hole. The band Hole. That was their name. Wow. Crazy. On Lionheart Radio, I'm Harry Hardy. That song was called Celebrity Skin. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. Regular listeners, rejoice. Lawrence Cretton is back on the show this week. He had an off week last week. He's back now. He is our resident video game reviewer, of course, and he does a weekly review of all his favourite video games that are getting released this week. So... Uh, without further ado, let's hear what Lawrence has to say this week. This is Lawrence Cretton. What's up, you big bag of northern twerps? It's me, the meanest man in video gaming, Lawrence Cretin, and I'm here once again to tell you what I think about this week's new releases. My opinions matter. People listen to me. People know that I'm nasty. I'm worse than a million Katie Hopkins multiplied by a billion Tommy Robinsons. I don't care if I upset you with my words, but I do always say please and thank you. I go and see my gran every Sunday, and I've got a couple of direct debits set up with some charities. I mean, I may be mean, but at least I've got morals. Now, on to this week's gaming picks. I'm starting off with Quarantine, out now on PC, Mac and the Acorn Electron. In this game you play as someone who's just returned from a nice post-lockdown holiday in Spain. You soaked up the sun, necked a few pints of Stella and kept a good two metre distance from all of the Spaniards. Sounds like a perfect holiday, but oh no, disaster has struck. 
and Prime Minister Boris Johnson of the UK government has told you that you need to quarantine for two weeks. Who could have predicted such a thing? Where were the warning signs? You weren't to know that this was going to happen to you. If you did, you wouldn't have booked that holiday to Spain, would you? No, you wouldn't have. But never mind, there's nothing you can do about it now. You're stuck in quarantine for a fortnight, and that's what happens in this game. You are stuck in a little digital bedroom for two real-time weeks, and you can't do anything at all. You're not allowed to leave the room, someone gives you three meals a day through a little serving hatch, and you have to relieve yourself in empty Fanta bottles. You can't even pause the game. You can't save or load, you have to keep the game running on your computer for two full weeks. And you can't do anything else on your system during that time, otherwise Boris Johnson will come to your house and he will arrest you, and you will be put in prison forever. I rate the game Quarantine 2 stars out of 5 because it is a very bad game. Next up, new from the creators of the very popular medical game Surgeon Simulator comes the new political smash Sturgeon Simulator out now on the PSCU Jimmy and the Nintendo Deep Fried Mars Bar. You play as First Minister of Scotland Nicola Sturgeon, hence the title of the game, you fool. Much like the original version of Surgeon Simulator, you control a floating hand which can pick up and use a variety of different tools and objects. But this hand belongs to Nicola Sturgeon because you are playing as Nicola Sturgeon. Do you understand? In one mission you are performing an operation on Boris Johnson's head using a pizza cutter to get into his skull and then using some tweezers to remove the hamster at control and then replacing it with a human brain. And then later on in the game, you use a huge scalpel to cut along the border between England and Scotland, separating the two countries from each other, which is what you want to happen, because you are Nicola Sturgeon. Is that clear? You are Nicola Sturgeon in this game. It's called Sturgeon Simulator for a reason. Do you get it? Do you get it? Oh, forget about it. I give Sturgeon Simulator a big fat 4 out of 5. And finally this week is the release of the long-awaited, much-anticipated console version of Beehive Bedlam. That's right, the classic insect-based clone version of Buster Move has finally made the transition from your Sky Digibox in the late 90s directly to your high-tech video game consoles. If you've never heard of Beehive Bedlam, thank goodness me, what on earth have you been doing with your life? Are you telling me you've never had a Sky TV subscription? How on earth have you managed to survive without having the Murdoch family siphon an offensively large amount of cash out your bank account every month? If you were lucky enough to have that happen to you, then you will probably agree with me when I say that Beehive Bedlam was one of the best things about the old Sky Digibox. And this new console version is a true replica of that. You shoot flowers, you clear space, you get honey bombs, you are a bee. Brilliant! I love it! I could play it forever! Or at least until 6 o'clock when The Simpsons starts on Sky One. I give Beehive Bedlam a massive 5 out of 5, mainly just for reasons to do with nostalgia. Well, that's that for another week. I'm going to spend the next couple of days wandering around the countryside, getting some fresh air and taking in the beauty of nature. Just kidding, I'm off to play some more video games, because I'm a video game reviewer after all, aren't I? Not a countryside reviewer. Get a grip. Bye. It's time for the Vanessa Felt Talent Contest. 
Yes, that's right. The Vanessa Feltz Talent Contest, exclusive to Thursday evenings here on Lionheart Radio. This is Community Radio's biggest ever talent search, and it's happening right here on this radio station. Nowhere else. It's an exclusive to Lionheart Radio. It's incredible that we're doing this. Last week, we had our quarterfinals in the Vanessa Feltz Talent Contest. 13 entrants. This week, getting whittled down to just four for the semi-finals. We had four groups. Three of three, one of four. Let's go through all the groups right now and hear who is through to this week's semi-final. From Group A, with 50% of the vote, we have Josie. Here is Josie's entry right now. Hi, I'm Josie Roach, and this is my Vanessa Feltz impression. Congratulations, Josie. You make it through to this week's semi-final. In Group B... We have a tie, a tie situation between Abby and Kate. And we're going to resolve this right now with this pound coin that I've got right here. I'm tapping it against the microphone. I'm going to flip it right now. Heads for Abby, tails for Kate. Here we go. It's heads. It goes to Abby. Abby, well done. You are through to the semi-finals. Apologies to Kate. Abby, this is your entry from Group B. Hi, my name is Abby Marr. And this is my Vanessa Feltz impression. Well done, Abby. Now, from Group C, we have another tie split between Emily and Donald. We're going to do the same again. Heads for Emily, tails for Donald. Here we go. It's Donald, tails. Hi there. My name's Donald Dabernetti, and this is my Vanessa Feltz impression. Donald is through to the semi-finals. Apologies, Emily. That's just the way the coin is. And in Group D, there is no debate here. Absolutely no argument. With 44.4% of the vote, the majority, Jeff, Jeff from Headcorn, goes through to the semi-finals. Here's Jeff's entry. Hello, my name is Vanessa Feltz, and this is my Jeff impression. And to recap, here are all four entries in the semi-final, back-to-back again. We've got Josie, we've got Abby, we've got Donald, and we've got Jeff. Hi, I'm Josie Roach, and this is my Vanessa Feltz impression. Hi, my name is Abby Marr, and this is my Vanessa Feltz impression. Hi there, my name's Donald Dabernetti, and this is my Vanessa Feltz impression. Hello, my name is Vanessa Feltz, and this is my Jeff impression. And here are all four of them together at the same time. Hi, Hi there, my name is Vanessa Feltz, and this is my Jeff impression. It's my Vanessa Feltz impression. Marvellous. So now the uh, contest is picking up steam. We're getting somewhere. It's actually making progress now. It feels like things are happening. You can vote right now for your favourite semi-finalist. And then the top two from this week's semi-final will go through to the final next week. Next week is the final. It's very exciting. And, of course, the winner of the contest will win that amazing prize, a sandwich made by me. Any filling, any type of bread, any type of butter, the winner gets to choose that. It can happen anywhere in Britain. And they also win a hand-drawn certificate drawn by this guy right here, me. Hello. What a prize. You'll never get a prize like that on any other sort of contest anywhere on the radio, anywhere in the world. This is the Vanessa Feltz Talent Contest, exclusive to Lionheart Radio. Please vote right now on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash jhenryhardy. All the entrants are up there. The polls are there right now. They're open. You can vote for your favourite impersonator. Get voting now. And while you're doing that, here's no doubt, just a girl, Lionheart Radio. Thank you.
show once again, exclusive to Lionheart Radio. This is the world's worst radio quiz. Ten questions, no tension, no prize, and no chance of winning whatsoever. This truly is the world's worst radio quiz. Back for week 16, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. I've lost track. But just like any other radio quiz out there on any other radio station, we have to have a contestant, don't we? Yes, we do. Luckily. There is one on the other end of the line right now. Hello, contestant. Please make yourself known. Hello, everybody. It is me, Max. Um, you may have heard of me from such shows as The Worst Quiz on the Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, Close enough. Circa, what, 2020? 2020, yeah. About two months ago. It was, it was the same year, yeah. You were doesn't on. time fly? Yeah, it does, actually, doesn't it? I've been sat next to my wireless, mm-hmm. just waiting for, you know, waiting for another call. Um, <laughs> you should be finally sitting, happened. You should be sitting next to your phone then, shouldn't you, you silly Billy? Sitting so next it's, to all, it's all in one, my friend. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a wireless with a, with a wireless phone attached. Wow, you're living in the future, man. <laughs> That's it, baby. I like it a lot. Max, last time you were on this uh, quiz, you were very um, cynical about the, the whole thing, and uh, you're actually quite offensive, if you don't mind me saying so. You came ac- across uh, quite arrogant and nasty, uh, actually. Really? about the whole... You did, yeah, a little bit. Jeez. Uh, would you like to apologise, or...? Not really. Okay. Um, if I've said something, I'm not. Go- I'm going to stand by what I've said. That's fair enough. Um, yeah. uh, We've got a lot of people nowadays apologising for things they did in the past. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I refuse, point blank, to... to apologize for comments i've made that's quite a, clearly clearly i believed in you know that's quite the stance to have it's uh, how, how does that work out for you uh awful <laughs> i bet I'm yeah. a job for weeks oh man uh, well you know oh, weeks isn't that bad is it no uh, well, that's... i don't think most people have had a job for weeks um, that's the sad reality of 2020 right there hey, the other sad reality is that i'm doing this uh, awful <laughs> awful quiz should we get into it then Sure. Sure. Max, you know this because you did it last time, uh, ages ago. There is no prize at all for taking part in the World's Worst Radio Quiz. No one who takes part can actually win. Everyone who takes part is a personal friend of mine, which is you. You are a personal friend. They're chosen by me. Therefore, listeners cannot apply to take part in the World's Worst Radio Quiz. This is all a fabricated construct. And this entire feature, if not this entire programme, Max, is a joke. Does that make sense, Max? No. Oh, um, go on then. I was, I was brought on... I demanded a prize from the... The agent. You demanded a fee, Max, is what you demanded. You said you wouldn't do this unless I paid you £500 via Western Union tonight. (laughs) And I I said it would be prize money because that's that's tax. (laughs) There'll be no tax taken off that. (laughs) Do you call all of your uh, wages um, that you get from various (laughs) jobs prize money? (laughs) It's it's a really simple way around the whole tax thing. Um, (laughs) Just really good at quizzes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so much prize money. That's it, that's it, that's me. Should we get in with the questions, Max? Yeah, I'm ready. Lovely. Here's question one, Max. That's, that's the music right there. Yeah, that's your impression of it. Are you scared? So scared. Yeah, you've every right to be scared. What the things uh, I'm going to ask you. Question one, Max. They say all roads lead to Rome, but obviously this isn't true. Name one road that does not lead to Rome. Uh, very easy, very simple question. That'd be Hilton Street in the Northern Quarter. Of Manchester? Yeah. Incorrect. What I've got down here is the uh, A174 that runs from Thornaby on Tees to Whitby. So, uh, zero points, Max. You didn't have the road that I have written down here. Zero Ridiculous. points. Ridiculous. 
the chances of that are like a billion to one. Mm, there's not a billion roads in Britain, Max. Yeah, but that, the question wasn't in Britain. You said all roads. Oh, well, zero Phrases, points. I could have said a road in Uganda. Oh, go on then. Shit. Name a road in Uganda then. See if you get it right again. Merseyside Street in Uganda. No, it's the A174, Thornaby on Tees to Whitby. Still zero Is that points. In Uganda? Mm, it could be. I don't know, I've never been. Question two, Max. Have you ever been married to someone from Ukraine before? Yeah, I have. Mmm, have you? Have you? Yeah, I have. It's not the answer I was hoping you'd say, but so I'm just going to say uh, no, uh, zero points. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say no. Outrageous. I know. Uh, what was her name? Sh or his? Or theirs? Shelly. Shelly, yeah. That's a nice Ukrainian name. <laughs> she was a nice Ukrainian woman. What did she do for a living? Uh, she was a, she was a sp spokeswoman for <laughs> Ugandan tourism. In Ukraine? Yep. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's, that's exactly what she did. Well, unfortunately, zero points. I can't verify this. Number three. Please complete this famous slogan. I'd rather have a bowl of... Ugandan cereal. Ugandan cereal, you think? Yep. It's actually, I'd rather have a bowl of lemon-scented fairy liquid. The same thing. No, it's not. It's but... not, unfortunately. It's quite different. It's nothing like waking up in Uganda with a bowl of lemon-scented washing-up liquid. Fairy liquid is what I said. I, I'm going to yeah. say brand names. I don't care. Oh, you don't care? Okay. I, sure. I, I couldn't care less about brands. Yep. Number four. I went and got something today, Max, but what was it? Was it A, a smack in the face, B, a kick in the bits, or C, a haircut? <laughs> hmm. Knowing you, it would be... C, B, then A. C, B. <laughs> you think I got all three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Knowing me, that is what I would say, isn't it? It is. Oh. <laughs> Knowing this quiz. And that's exactly what I was going to say, Max. But to oh, to make you, to sicken you, I'm just going to say no, I just had a haircut instead. <laughs> so zero points. Not even a third right. of a point. Zero points. Outrageous. Outrageous. <laughs> You're it's guessing. It's impossible because you'll just... Oh. You'll just ruin the quiz. Oh, you're getting my answers. It's like you're telepathically getting into my head. Number five. Here's one that you'll not get, Max. Question okay. five. What do you think multi-millionaire Alan Sugar is doing right now? <laughs> you will not get this one. This is he's a... sitting in a cave in Uganda <laughs> with Shelley. Um, <laughs> did Shelley run off with Alan Sugar, did she? <laughs> that's why the... Uh, yeah, that's why the marriage ended. <laughs> that's heartbreaking. I'm sorry. Yeah. What I've got written down here, though, Max, is that uh, he's actually fully nude right now in his yep. bedroom. He's uh, you, yep. fully nude except for a, a pair of white socks. He's yep. standing in front of a full-length mirror. Yep. So you can imagine what he's looking at. He's clutching a stack of £50 notes, and he's making it rain everywhere, yep. all over the floor. And that's his bedroom in a cave in Uganda. Nope, it's well, not. Shelley sits there <laughs> showering in, a, in his money. <laughs> Whilst I'm getting nothing for doing this quiz. Yeah. Ooh, I can see why she ran off. Oh, that's very, very sad. I'm so sorry that you've had a terrible life, Max. Hey, don't worry about it. Question six. This is a tricky one. Have you ever stayed in a hotel before? Yep. All right. Um, very confident. Elaborate uh, further, please. I More details. Uh, it was my wedding night. Um, <laughs> me and Shelley on the oh, on a big sort of ridge in Uganda. There's like a little hotel there. You got married in Uganda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't really spent much time in Ukraine, were there? No, no, I, I refused to go. Oh. 
Yeah, um, she she couldn't anyway. She wasn't allowed in the country, uh, and we would just—it was just such a good time in this little hotel. You know, one star. <coughs> uh, Sounds good. <laughs> nice, that was, that was, nice little <laughs> wedding. Nice, nice honeymoon. And that was just the hygiene rating. You know? Oh, good. Uh, she got very sick, um, <coughs> and they rushed her off to hospital, and obviously. That's where she met Alan Sugar. What was he? What was he doing in a Ugandan hospital? Hey, don't ask, won't tell. Well, I, I want to hear. So, if you're not prepared to share that detail, zero points, unfortunately, Max. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Blimey, it's it's tense. Uh, question it's... seven, then. Yeah. If I were to give you a fiver, Max, do you think you'd be able to point at where Cornwall is on a map? Yeah. Sure. Ooh. I mean, you, you're ridiculous. You, you, these questions are stupid. Oh. I know where Cornwall is, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, Max, listen to the question before you... you give me a fiver, Yeah. would I be able to point it out on a map? That's what I'm asking. I don't and know why... I'm saying yes, I would. I don't get this attitude, really. I don't... I because don't see... you're going to say no, you wouldn't, because I gave you a fiver, not a map. Then I'd say something <laughs> like, yeah, but I carry around a map of Britain with me wherever I go. So just in case I get lost... You're going to go, that's stupid, Max. And I'm going to bring up Uganda again. And then, you know, it's it's just going to, it's just ridiculous. And you're going to say no points. No points. Question eight, Max. <laughs> All right, then. Debenhams, yeah. H&M, Next and Primark are all shops. Do you like shops? No, I hate them. Why? What have they done to you? I hate capitalism after, you know, one of the people that have done so well off capitalism stole my wife. <laughs> And it's now showering her with fifty pound, fifty pound notes in some little cave in Uganda. Oh. Yeah, I'm really happy. I'm, oh, I'm over the moon with shops now. Thinking of thinking of all those CEOs of you know big big corporations just lining up to meet Shelley one by one. Well, actually, Max, I've got it on good record that you're a big fan of Boots the Chemist. Zero points. Number n- No, I'm not. I've never been there. You've never been to Boots the Chemist? No, and I wouldn't be a fan of Boots the Chemist. Why oh. would I be a fan of Boots the Chemist? I don't know. It was you who's a fan. would you call a chemist a shop? It's, you can buy things there, can't you? Yeah, but you can buy things on off a homeless man in the middle of the street. I wouldn't certainly call him a shop. If he sets up a legitimate company... Through yeah, Company's house. Would you and say Boots is legitimate? Mm. Yes, I would, actually. Yeah. Check your history, my friend. Here's a fun one, Max. Question Boots nine. Some of the most atrocious, atroci- atrocious atrocities to ever befall the high street. <laughs> Here's a fun one, Max. Question nine. How many bananas could you comfortably fit inside your mouth at the same time? Right, so I've done this before, so I know the answer. Go on then. Zero. Zero. Oh, come on. No, I've got a very, very small mouth. Well. Uh, And bananas, even if I pulp them up. You and me both know, Max, that you haven't got a small mouth. Eh? Is that that an innuendo? Innuendo, eh? Eh? Are you kidding? What? This is meant to be a family-friendly show. (laughs) Innuendo is a family-friendly? They can be. No, they're not. Are they not? Are you thinking of Terry Wogan and his Hello John series or Hey Little John series? I don't know what that is, but it sounds intriguing. I'd like you to tell me more about that. He's a master of radio. Of course you wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch! You right? Yeah, I think think I'll recover. Here's a question, Max. Number ten, final question. Yeah. Do you like me? Love you. 
I don't think you do. Zero points. And that's, and that's my one point. Nope, zero. <laughs> what are you hey. going to do about that, Max? Zero points across the board. You failed every question, like a big well, failure. I didn't fail every question, because there was one question in particular where you said I was getting all your questions right. And so unless you edit that part out, which I feel you will... I'm I actually, <laughs> oh, the only bit I'm editing it out, Max, and I'm leaving this bit in, me explaining the bit I'm editing out, is the bit where you said you swore. <laughs> that's the only bit so that's you, getting cut wait, out. Wait, so you're going you're gonna to edit out the bit where I said I swore? Yes. Keep the swear word in? Yeah, that's, I'm going to just leave only the swear word, and the rest of the quiz is <laughs> oh, gone. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I know. I'm going to fill ten more minutes of radio thanks to you. No, I don't. That's silly. I'm leaving in everything else except for the swear word that you said. Well, thank you. Now, Max, you've got zero points, but you can gamble those and actually win a prize. You can actually win a prize, Max, if you get this question right, if you okay. want to take it. Yeah, I do want to take it. Do you want to know what your prize could be? Please. Well, you could be dining out tonight, Max, on a brand new delicious chicken and mushroom pot noodle, courtesy of Unilever Foods. Max, does that sound appetising to you? You're kidding. N nope. No, sir. Is this, is this the big brand deal? This is why you said you like brands earlier. Yeah, this is exactly the brand that I am all about, baby. And Unilever's... Okay, yeah, okay, let's do it, let's do it. You want to do it? Do you want to hear your yeah. question? Nope. I just want to go straight to the answer. <laughs> What's the answer then? Go on, Mr. Confident. <laughs> uh, uh, a Phillips head screwdriver with gold-plated uh, handle. Oh, Max... No, it was actually a brown sledgehammer made of oak. And really? And it's something else other than the opposite of what you said. Oh, Max, you got it wrong, man. Oh, gutting. I'm going to have to put the pot noodle away back in the cupboard. Someone else might be able to win that next week. Oh. So it's the same pot noodle throughout the whole series. Well, no, it's. I'll, I'll have that one. I'll have that one tonight. Then I'll. I'll get Unilever a post out a new one for next week. Max, this is gutting. You had every opportunity to win and you've thrown it away. And You know what? We all make mistakes. Uh, what was your biggest mistake, do you think? Coming on this show. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I've, I've, got, I've got a lot of emails I need to send yeah. to the president of Uganda. Um, and, his <laughs> yeah. and, his, and his strike force. Oh, God. Is what I hear of are very eager to get their hands on, on me. A, a large bunch of £50 notes in a cave somewhere. <laughs> And a pot noodle, um, perhaps. Wait, are you in the cave with them? Um, I, are you kidding? I, I, I that, can, that, that giggling mm, I can hear in the background. That's 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 Shelley. She's here. I'm in the cave in Uganda. Are you kidding? No. Ah, oh, Lionheart Radio. I knew they were behind all this. Mm -hmm. With, no, no, with this cheeky. Is, this is this is this is something Lionheart Radio would do. This this goes straight to the top, doesn't it? Uh -huh. It does. <laughs> this is the sort of thing that I think Andy Burnham. Oh, yeah, would, yeah. Would, would, <laughs> no one will get that, up. Max, because all the Andy Burnham stuff was edited out last time. Are you kidding? That's <laughs> the best stuff. I was scared that someone would You should have got rid of the quiz and just left the Andy Burnham <laughs> stuff in. None of the Andy Burnham stuff made it in last, last time because I was scared that the Labour Party would hear it or something. <laughs> As if wow. that would have ever happened. <laughs> As if anyone would have listened to it. Max, thank you for your time this evening. Yeah, I've got to go. I've, I've got the president of Uganda on the phone. Mm, I bet he's grumpy with you. <laughs> no, he's having a great time. <laughs> with your yeah. ex-wife. She's going to feel the full power of the Ugandan <laughs> strike force. <laughs>
Uh, well, I hope I hope she enjoys it. Bye yeah. bye, Max. Bye. Bye. Tune in to Harry's show every Thursday at 6 p.m. on LionHeartRadio.com. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.